I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, I forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. We are back, baby. Woohoo! We're so excited. These podcasts are so fun to create. On today's podcast, love, I thought it would be really exciting to talk about living your why. Once your deeper why is ignited, you know, why you exist, how the world is helped by you, which is what why time helps you do, um, it's about living it. And so, you know, that's not an easy thing to do in this noisy, busy world. So we wanted to focus on that on today's podcast, but I thought a really great way to launch the conversation is to just do a quick review of what your deeper why is all about. You want to take that, love? Why time. Get some. I love it. (laughs) Your deeper why, love, is your reason for being. It's such a great way to launch into this podcast, especially as we get towards the end of the year. Imagine tapping into that deeper reason that you're here. Not what you're doing, not your job, not your rank, not your title, not the square footage, goals, or milestones, but your deeper why, the world helped by you. And the world's going to be helped by you when you're living this deeper why, which is what the world needs right now. Mm. Why do you think so many of us, like there's, uh, we talk about why a lot out there in the world, but it's not your deeper why. So why do you think there's so much confusion about it? I think it's a lot easier to just lead with, oh, I need a why. And people like to change. It's not easy to stay the course with one thing. And it's easy to change that why. And I love it when I meet people and they're like, oh, my why is always changing. That's not the deeper why. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having goals and having milestones and things that you want to reach. That's fantastic. But those follow inspired actions. And when they're connected to your deeper why, this deeper purpose, this reason that you're here on this earth at this time, that's when the stars align. Yeah. And you know what? 
perhaps because we confuse our deeper why with these reasons and goals, love, perhaps that's why so many of us, and again, I say this with great compassion and empathy for the human condition, so many of us are still lost. We're seeking this answer to this question, why do I exist? It's easy to get lost, love, as you know, in this very disconnected connection age where you're listening to the outside world. You're listening to the external noise and you're even unconsciously, you might find you're unconsciously doing that and you're getting pulled into other people's why. And that's where it gets really muddy. You know, that's where you start to lose yourself because you think that your why is their why. And then you start to rationalize how and why you're doing what you, it is you're doing. And before you know it, 10 years have gone by and you're sitting there looking out the window and you're a bit you're a bit lost and you're a bit isolated. And it's because your soul wants to wake you up and remind you why you're really here. So that's a good point, what you just said. If your deeper why is not ignited, you will get pulled into other people's why. And it might not be their why. It might be some other thing, but you're going to get pulled into it. The external world is very noisy, you know, and you're going to get pulled in all directions, especially if your deeper why is not ignited. There's a great expression, love, when your inside voice is truly more profound than anything external. That's when you've mastered your life. And imagine igniting that deeper why, knowing this is my joy, this is my passion, this is my purpose. These are the outcomes I want to create. I know why I'm here. Imagine what's going to happen to your external world. Everything around you will just be filled with purpose and, and it leads to fulfillment, which is another reason why you and I exist to ignite and help you live it. Is That's what the world needs and that's why I call it the world helped by you. So as part of the intro to this podcast, about living your why. I was going to ask you what ignites it, but you just got into it a little bit. But I can with, go in more detail. I know you can. <laughs> with the passion plus purpose and outcome. This is the ultimate why equation, love. It is. It's taken me a lifetime to distill it to this basic equation. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, bit? you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, how? How do I ignite it? How do I ignite it? And, you know, I often say how is not part of whyology, but when you start to focus on, there's three elements. It is the... I call them the elements of being. And again, it's taken me a lifetime of massive amounts of wide time writing, going within, meditating, to really understand how to arrive at this why. And when you've tested it, not just with audiences, but with so many wide timers, you know it's working. So it goes like this. My passion. And what's passion, love? Your joy. Your joy. What gets you leaping out of bed? I think that's how you love to say it, right? Mm -hmm. Plus, your purpose, which is... Your service to others. Fantastic. Service to others through your unique gifts. An example, me giving my why time away is my purpose. By just giving those unique gifts away effortlessly, that's your purpose. You're serving others, right? Now, when you add those up, that equals outcome. And what is outcome? What you wish to experience. Yes. It's what you wish to experience and what do you want others to experience. And this is why everyone goes... Oh my God. So your why is your outcome, what you want the world to experience. So for me, I, I have this intention, I desire and I exist to inspire people to answer the only question that matters. That's what I was seeking and that's what I'm seeking for others. And you'll notice that if you don't like the outcomes in your life, then I challenge you to go back 
and see what your passion is. What is your joy? And I love it when white timers ask me to tell them what their joy is. How can I tell you what your joy is? But it's about remembering it. But you know what? There's something magical that happens through Y Time. So again, just to remind our listeners, Y Time is a one-on-one conversation with your soul that happens with Jerry. But we also wrap a lot of different things around Y Time, our coaching, our speaking, uh, even every inspired action. Every inspired action is Y Time. That particular interaction with Jerry, that one-on-one conversation, you said it. Even though we've created self-help world where we're throwing around things like passion and purpose and things like that, what I find happens, and you share this with me, love, is that almost every single person that comes to that one-on-one soulful conversation cannot remember what brings them joy. Well, we haven't created a world, love, that really allows this joy to come to the surface. It's funny because when we were kids, so for you that wasn't that long ago... (laughs) You know, if you ask kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? You notice we say, what do you want to be? And they're going to be like, well, I just love being this. I love being this and I want to be this. And then something happens, right? As we sort of between the ages of six and 40, something takes over, gravity. Mm -hmm. It pulls us down. The rest of the world. The rest of the world pulling us down, pulling Mm -hmm. us down, pulling us down. And then you get people saying, Angela, you can't live your passions. What are you doing? That was great when you were a little kid, yeah, but let's, get back, let's get, get back over here. Get back here in the real world. <laughs> now, add a whole bunch of discomfort and just this removal of your passion for many, many years. Okay? What do you think is going to happen? You're going to forget. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why my first transformational novel was called Remembering Why. Mm-hmm. It's about remembering. Yeah. Remembering what filled you up with passion and joy. It's not even about learning. It's about remembering. It's in there. So what I know happens because I experience it through you, through the people that come to us, through our work, through Y Time, is that that one-on-one conversation is so magical, so beautiful, that you hear the whisper of their soul. You mention that a lot in your work. You, You get so present in the moment that... You hear their soul whispering it's and, all their, I hear. and their soul remembers what brings them joy, what their passion is, what lights them up, what their purpose is, and what they wish to experience, the outcomes their soul really wishes to experience. Well, there's a couple things that I love that you're saying, and I got to say, you look really great today. Thank you. And there's something profound that happens with why time. The only thing that First of all, I don't give people much time to answer. You know why? Because I don't let, allow them to answer with their, with that big squash between mm-hmm. their shoulders. When you get out of your mind, and it's taken me a lifetime to get out of my mind, I, I go straight to their heart. I go straight to their soul and their spirit. And they don't even realize that they're answering it. You know, I often say, your why is in you to live. It's in you to live. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason this podcast is called Live Your Why. Your deeper why is in you to live. You just have forgotten and you haven't pulled it out into the sky and say, hey world, look at this. But first, you got to look at yourself. So that takes us into the living it part. And I want to take off from what you just said. Your why is in you to live. And you always say that your why is a state of being. It's not something you do. But here is what happens. As human beings, we are so conditioned in the doing. Doing more, doing for others, nonstop doing, 
that I think on an intellectual level, we get. We're human beings. We're not human doings. And that, yeah, it's not about the Oh, hang on. There's a human doing knocking at the door. (laughs) I'm not going to let him in. But, you know, you often talk about why is a state of being. And that is the living it part. So you want to talk about that a bit, love? Yeah, we just, you know, last time I looked in the mirror, I saw a human being. It was funny, we did this talk, as you know, at World Fitness Expo with about 5,000 people in the audience. And I asked all the human beings to stand up. Everybody looked at each other, only half of them stood up. We get very defined by doing, it comes back to the society that we live in. We live in a society where we're defined by doing. Aptitude tests tell you that you should do this. Mm. You know, resumes are always filled with what did you do? What are you doing? It just goes on and on. Mm. You go to these events, you go to these parties. The first question, and I hate it. First question, hey, what do you do for a living? And if you look at people and their body language, no one likes to answer that. Mm. But see, if we all led with, this is why I'm here, I exist too. Help you answer the only question that matters. I help you go deeper, go within, connect to your mind, all the things that you would say. When you lead with why you're here, it's a way of being. It's a, your why is a reason for being. And the more and more that we realize that our joy and our happiness will never come from the doing side of things. Now, I'm not saying that action's not required, but action is different than doing. Mm. Action, especially if it's inspired action, when it's aligned, that's the whole origin of inspired is to be in spirit. I love it when someone says, you know, I really want to inspire you. You can't inspire someone else. What, when you feel inspired, it's an internal thing. I mean, that's a great intention, but you're really guiding them to do one thing only, to connect with their soul. And when they do that, when someone feels inspired love, that's when you've got them. That's when they've connected to that reason for being. Mm -hmm. So this is really powerful. And I know this whole state of being is kind of a new concept for people, but this is the key to living your why. So after your deeper why has been ignited, hopefully through why time, uh, you have to just step into being this why, becoming this why. And this is very new. And as Jerry said, it's not about sitting on the couch and not doing nothing. I think that's (laughs) what kind of, you know, comes to our mind. Oh, what am I just going to sit there and be? No. As you are reflecting on your why, magnifying your why, connecting inwardly with your why every day, and we're going to talk about that, These inspired actions that are aligned with your deeper why, that your soul is once again remembering, they're just going to come about naturally. Well, there's a step that has to happen before that. Mm -hmm. And the step is, and and I challenge every why timer, I encourage them to become what you are seeking. And I actually get them to write that down. Before I reveal their deeper why, I get them to write down, I need to become what I seek. I'll say that again. I need to become what I seek. And when you start to just say that, and then when I do reveal the deeper why, or you reveal it yourself on your own time, maybe maybe through some of our work and you're inspired to come up with that yourself, all of a sudden something really cool happens. You're like, okay, I'm choosing to become this. My mind, my heart, my soul, my body wants to become it. All of a sudden now, inspired thoughts enter your beautiful big brain. Mm-hmm. And those are beautiful gifts from the universe, okay? Because you're aligned. Something magical is happening. Because at the time before time, before you entered this world, 
your soul was imprinted with this deeper reason for being this deeper purpose, but it hasn't experienced it yet in the physical world. So the being part is your soul's way of experiencing itself. Okay, I'm, yes, I'm ready to be, mm-hmm. right? Stop putting me in a doing mode, right? <laughs> I'm not happy with that. A life-sucking doing mode. Yeah, so I'm going to throw discomfort at you, and then all of a sudden you're going to freak out. <laughs> Meanwhile, discomfort is your, your soul's way of saying, hey, I want to shake you up and wake you up that this isn't working out for us, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm really big on getting people into an inspired state so they can, and this is what I love about your meditation work. It's the ultimate way to live it, the ultimate way. Because when you're fixated and you're visualizing it and you're feeling it and you're seeing it, what you're going to do is you're going to intend it and you're going to bring it into existence and an inspired thought's going to hit you mm-hmm. and you'll know it. You won't even need to ask me, well, how will I know? You'll know. It moves you. You're like, oh my God. And I find myself daily running to my little pad writing down a thought because it's I know where it's coming from. It actually moves you to tears. You're you're so filled up with I'm so excited. joy, I'm so which excited. is your GPS. But most people will be like, well, that's kind of peculiar there, Ange. <laughs> Should I act on that? And, and then they start to rationalize. They start to rationalize and they rationalize until they've sucked out all of the juice from that inspired thought and then it's gone. Totally. But you know, you're, I have to say, Jerry, you are a brilliant example of that. And of course, you're the why guy. You're saying that because you're sleeping with me. Yeah, maybe. But (laughs) no, really, when I see Jerry get an inspired thought, so he's in this state of being, uh, Jerry has chosen, he's seeking inspiration. So he's in this state of inspiration. And he will get an inspired thought from that state of being, And he will act on that immediately. Like, it's almost like you can't help but act on that. Well, I'll give you an example of how it happened literally 20 minutes ago. Okay, so you want to get into inspired actions, right? A few hours ago, one of my most inspired actions was doing 11 minutes of wide time, which you joined me. Mm -hmm. Okay, before that, I was meditating. Right after wide time, I was reading a very, very inspiring piece of work. Right after that, I'm driving, I'm listening to some new audio that I just recorded, so I'm totally in alignment. Then I get here, back in our studio, and I get this thought. Think, the Think series that you and I wrote, there's over four editions. I got a thought. Who wants to co-author the next Think series? Cool. Isn't that cool? I wrote that down. Because if I don't write it down, these inspired thoughts will enter your, enter your mind, and they'll continue to enter your mind. The key is to write it down. Have a way of writing it down, whatever that vehicle is for you, Mm -hmm. but document it and be grateful for it and be thankful for it and then act on it. Yeah, that's so powerful. So this is why we're talking about this living your why and as a state of being, because I know intellectually that all of us are whole and complete and we get that, but it is still a new concept for us to wrap our minds around, our hearts around because we've existed in this non-stop, life-sucking state of doing but for I love so it. long. I love it when it's new love. I love it. We, I had some white time yesterday with a really inspired leader. And I said, you have to go back to your team, to your team and say, hey, we got to do something new. And that's going to freak them out. Or they'll come back and say, whoa, we didn't do that before. I would be like, yes, fantastic. Because the most innovative inspired entrepreneurs, people like the late Steve Jobs, I always go back to late Steve Jobs, or Henry Ford. 
they did things that nobody did before mm. because it's new. It has to be new. If it's not new, then it, you would just do the same thing over and over again, which is what most people are doing. And that's a clue. If it's new and it's changing your if state. If it's new, it's you. <laughs> if it's new and it's changing your state, you know that it's aligned with your deeper why because it's new. It's all about change, shaking things up. Yeah, a it bit. has to be new. You gotta, totally. you gotta embracing the new. Now, you don't have to embrace anything. You can just, I always say, you know, when people say to me, I'm really unhappy, I'm really unfulfilled. And I say, well, how's that working for you? Well, it's not. Well, then start doing something new. Create some new ways of becoming the thing that you want most in your life. Totally. You know, as an example to this whole way of being, I know what I was seeking is aliveness. I wanted to feel more alive. I had what a great ex- word, aliveness. I I'd experienced so many years of feeling numbed out, overwhelmed, and just not feeling alive. I felt like my whole life was flashing by before my eyes, and that's what I was seeking. I was seeking life at new levels, that mm, aliveness. Beautiful. So now as I step into that way of being, that's my deeper why, that's what I'm seeking, that's what I'm, I'm here, I exist for that. When I just step into that every day, all these inspired actions come about. But the inspired thoughts are coming to you. The inspired thoughts are entering your brain, right? And then you're entering your heart and your soul. Then you're choosing. See, we miss that one step. We want to jump to an inspired action instead of really taking that thought into, into our whole way of being, into our whole essence. It's our light force. So you got really inspired. You started to have these thoughts. And you always have a choice in any given moment. Remember that expression you have between stimulus and response? There's a space. There's a space. There will always be that space. And when you choose to act on that space through a knowing, that's life in new levels for you. Yep, totally. And when I choose to be in this state of being, and for me that's aliveness, that's what I'm seeking and it's what I want others to experience. Because I know I meet so many humans that feel the same way. They feel numbed out. They don't feel alive. And when I stay in that state of being, the inspired actions come about. Yeah, so you'll start attracting what we call the way. Mm. Your why ignites the way. You'll start attracting inspired actions that invoke the feeling of aliveness. Because it's what you're seeking. Well, for example, it actually, on the Symphonies for the Mind journey that I'm creating... For 2019, we're going deeper. And the way that came about is that I know in order for me to feel new levels of aliveness, I need to go inward and I need to go deeper. Stop with all the surface stuff. We do such a surface job on our lives. But if I go deeper, deeper within, deeper within the mind, connect to my heart, and my way is through meditation, that's how I help people, I know that I will feel more alive. So it's so cool how that comes about. So I got a really cool expression. You're going to love it. You haven't heard this one before. No. Angela helps you go inward with your mind, and I help you go onward with your soul. Cool. It's very cool. In my latest novel, Why Am I Here? It's all about igniting your why, living your whole life, knowing why, and then your soul will go onward. He just comes up with these things Isn't in that the cool? moment. Angel yeah. helps you go inward 
so your soul can move onward. That's so cool. That's very, very cool. So this whole, what we've been talking about, you know, around living your why, this state of being after your why is ignited, just living in this state of being, not getting into the life-sucking hows, the doing, but just living, being your why. Some of the things that we find really help is reflecting on your why. And you often ask people to meditate, to journal. It's why we create what we create for people, our books, our magazine, so they can dive in deeper and explore and magnify that why. Well, even before you even get into any of that, if you can embrace a philosophy, and I call it, you don't need to know what the hell you're doing. Some people might not see the hows necessarily as life-sucking, but if you can just embrace the philosophy that I don't need to know what the hell I'm doing, I just need to know why, then you'll actually, you almost leapfrog, you know, you'll leapfrog over that energy of, and that's what keeps people really grounded and stuck. It's, I need to know how before mm. I, before I ignite the way and before I move forward, I need to know how. But here's the funny thing. You ask any successful person, anyone on this planet that has ever been on Mother Earth, hey, how did you, uh, did you know how you were going to do it? They'll always say to you, I had no freaking idea how I was going to do anything. Well, anybody that's created anything of significance, yeah, no anything that came from their heart and that they were truly passionate about, they just didn't know how they how they were going to do it. But not knowing how to do it is going against the grain of our own human mm -hmm. evolution. Yeah, that's the being again, right? Totally. And it's and it's actually not complicated. Like we really simplify it. You saw the equation. My passion, that's my joy. That's that's an inner GPS. If it's not fun, don't do it. Plus my unique gifts. Do I have them? Yeah, you have them. You have these unique gifts. When you add those together, it's going to create meaningful outcomes. That's it. Now, meditate and start to believe it's possible. Focus on it, visualize it daily, fixate on it. Inspired thoughts will start to enter, take action. I love it. That's love it. it. Like that, it's really that simple. But you notice it's not an 18-day workshop. It's not a massive uh, amount of you know, complicated uh, online courses. It's really that. And you're the only one that's going to know what your joy is. My joy will always be love to create. Mm -hmm. I have to be creating. I love to create. Yeah. My purpose will always be serving others with why time. That's my true unique gift is to go in there and listen. You know, I'm, I call myself the whisperer. I can listen. That's that's my purpose. That's what I was given. And the outcome will always be to help you answer that only question that matters. It's the foundation. It's foundational. I don't care if you're a CEO, if you're running a massive, epic organization. You need to focus on why we exist. Why are we here? Mm -hmm. And when we all start to do that collectively, that's a new ROI for the world. When we all exist from this place where we know how we are helping the world, that is the new ROI we call reach out and inspire others. Because when you know how you're helping the world, you automatically You want, want it for others. You want it for others. You want to reach out and you want it for others. Which is amazing. So I want to kind of end off this podcast with one really powerful way of living your deeper why. And we always say that Jerry helps you ignite your deeper why. And a lot of that is done done through why time. And you help them live it, baby. And I help them live it, baby. 
The conversation through Y Time is a very inward experience. It's something where Jerry is so present in the moment. He literally, and some of you may think this is woo-woo, but it's not. It happens. Oh my goodness, thousands of people have been ignited with their deeper why. So you actually help people. You are listening to their soul. You help them mm -hmm. once again listen and remember. So that whole experience is an inward experience. But afterwards, in the living your why, here's what's going to happen. You're going to walk away. You're going to get up from where you are. The outside world is very noisy and busy. And I always say, not very well set up to help you live it. And plus, you're going to come across all sorts of humans that don't know why they exist. So they're not just going to be patting you on the back going, good for you. You know why you exist. They're going to think that's a really maybe odd thing in the beginning. We've all consciously or unconsciously contributed to the world that we have right now where texting is more important than uh, writing a birthday card to somebody. Sending a message on, on Instagram is more important than calling your, uh, your dad or your mom and saying, hey, I want to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, I didn't even realize you were even on Instagram. We've created this world, but now we can deconstruct it. Now we can create a new world that maybe isn't noisy. Maybe it's a world of peace, Well, and love, after abundance. After my time, going inward, connecting every day, to your inner self, and how are you going to do that? What's the most proven and powerful ways you're going to do Meditation, that? Meditation, baby. Meditation, baby. I know you do that every morning. It's one of your core habits. Yeah, but that's why you call it a symphony. I got to say, I love it because it's beautiful music. We make beautiful music together, love. We do. And when you're working with people on the mind, it's a beautiful symphony. Well, it's what I wanted to experience, and I, I wanted to experience elevating and inspiring and freeing my mind, because the very premise of, of my work is the quality of your life is dependent on the quality of your mind. And I know with respect to living your why, that's not going to come about from anything in your external world. Living your why, connecting to this state of being, which is a feeling, more than anything else, is going to come about through more daily inner work. You know that expression, music calms the beast? Mm. Well, I think symphonies for the mind really calms the mind. Like, that's what you're doing. You're calming the mind. Well, the first... You're calming the beast, the, the noise. <laughs> the mind. The first function of meditation is to calm the brain and mind. And actually, science is now showing us that when the brain and mind are calmer... The brain is actually sending signals to your heart. Oh my goodness. Talk about you're truly connecting with your heart. You're getting a little geeky on me now. I am, and I love it. It's you're what geeking out. It's what inspires so much of my, my work. A huge part of living your why is creating and strengthening that connection to your inner awesome self. And there's nothing more powerful than meditation. If you got another way to do that, then go to town with it. But that's why I'm so, so passionate about it, almost in people's face about it. I always say, if you're up to greatness, no matter what that is. I think you're in their mind about it. <laughs> or if you've just had why time, because I know a lot of people on my Symphonies for the Mind journey, they've had why time, maybe. 
you know, or if they haven't had Y time yet, I go, you got to get Y time with you Jared. You know what? I'm getting a lot of inspired thoughts here. I got to start putting these down on paper because <laughs> there's a lot of ideas just talking about it. I'm getting some inspired thoughts. It's amazing. So this has been, I hope you've received something from this podcast that's all about living your why. Let's talk about why, baby. baby. Let's talk about you <laughs> and, and me. me. And I hope that after a few of these podcasts, you're starting to get an inkling of what this deeper why is all about. Maybe curious about it, wondering about it. What's this why time all about? Last week, we talked about why tribes. Next week, I think I'm interviewing one of our why tribe leaders, Mo Hagen. So stay tuned for that. But thanks for joining us on this inspiring journey of inspiring one million wise together. Thank you so much, love. 